after about what, six or seven weeks. It's been a long time. Um, but so much is going on in sports right now. We figured we had to get back at y'all. Plus the fact that people are down on the podcast for no reason that we haven't released it in a very long time. Uh, I'm Sean Washington, joined by the man that's all things according to sources, Andre Williams. Hello, people. And uh, our boy Rob, Rob Tizzle. What up? Uh, of course, the big news uh, going around sports right now is we're not really talking about uh, NFL free agency. This is going to be an NBA podcast. We'll come back with the free agency news. Um, uh, Phil Jackson uh, returning to the NBA to become president of the um, New York Knicks and a move. I don't know how it took 10 days to negotiate getting $12 million a year, but it really did. That's because he didn't want to be um, there. Yeah. <laughs> he kept adding zeros, man. He, no. he, was, he was in a room. He was like, all right, $9 million. He was like, cool. He's like, okay, $12 million. He's like, I could do that too. He's like, fuck it, $15 million. Nigga. You ain't going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do 15 field. He's like, shit. Went back to uh, Janie Buss. Like, you sure Jimmy ain't gonna let me come back? And she's like, nah, man. It's a, it's a wrap on that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now he finds himself working for um for James Dolan, and we're gonna find out exactly how how much uh, control James Dolan is about to let him have. I was reading an article today that says that he is a uh, he's basically officially out of the basketball business. All he's doing is writing checks. Yeah, they better hope. They ain't bringing him in for that. They better hope that's all James Dolan is doing, because with Donnie Walsh and um, Ernie uh, Grun Grunwald, was it Grunwald? Is that was his name? He was doing a lot more than cash and checks. His ass was all up in <laughs> all up in the video. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> they said that. They they said this fool like he he fancies himself a musician. They said when they was having free agency meetings, he was putting his CD in motherfuckers bag and shit. And that's why they got Amari Stoudemire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else listened to that shit like really dog, really. All right. What's you know what's funny is that according to Phil, this wasn't a ten day thing. This was something that they've been trying to set up since January. Yeah, because Phil been trying to get back with LA since no December. They started well, talking. In December, well, wasn't he, been he trying, trying to get, to get back with the Lakers? He was trying to get with the new Seattle franchise when it looked like that was happening. That's what yeah. I've been reading. I didn't know about that. The Lakers didn't want him then either. Who was going <laughs> to be that? Who was heading up that movement that they are that that Phil wanted to get on so bad? I can't remember who the investors were. Uh... It was uh, what? wasn't it the, the, those cats from Sacramento? No, they, they, they were selling. Team. They were selling the um, selling the Kings, yeah. But they were selling it to a Seattle investors group, and I can't remember who was in the group. But right. that's what it, that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to sell the Kings to that group, and um, it didn't it didn't work out. Obviously, for you know <laughs> basketball reasons, as David Stern would say, basketball reasons, they decided it would be best of. The King stayed in um in Sacramento, and at some other point in time, they they brought another team over to Seattle. But Phil was actually, be a part of it. That sounds like uh, until Seattle give us a new stadium, we ain't coming back to that shit. That's what it's. No, nah, they were building a new stadium. They were gonna have a brand oh, okay. new everything. It was gonna be. So, they were gonna start from the ground up. So why did he want to go back? Who? Uh, David Stern. Because you know Sacramento, uh, they fought to keep their team. You know, mm. uh, you had Kevin Johnson out there. Lobbying. You can't, have, can't have a mayor, former NBA player, and then y'all take his team away. Yeah, so they, you know, it just would, it wasn't a good look. And I can understand his reasoning behind it this time, his basketball reasons. I can understand it. So they kept the team in Seattle and, I mean, in Sacramento, and that's that. Well, let's get back to the, the topic at hand. Uh, you know, uh, we Chicago guys, so of course we love Phil Jackson. I mean, how could we not? Um, my question is, I mean, bringing in Phil doesn't solve not having draft picks or being way over the salary cap. Like, what can he do in the next couple of years, if anything? Well, next year they're gonna have they're not gonna have any salary uh, or anything. They're, they're they're capped out next year. But the year after that, they should be good again. Um, they'll they'll get Amari off the books. I think Tyson Chandler comes off the books. So what is it like a trillion dollars that they yeah. get back? <laughs> like a trillion dollars. Um, and then a year after that, they get uh 
double shots McGee, uh, J.R. Smith, they get him off the books the year after that. So they'll have money in 2015 and 2016 to go out and get free agents and try to, um, you know, put a team around Melo um, if he's still there. Even if he's not there, they'll have a lot of money to go out there and try to woo a Kevin Love and a Russell Westbrook or something like that and try to put their team back together. So, I mean, it, it does look up, but the thing about keeping Melo is that you're asking him to just be like, okay, fuck one, yeah, fuck one more year of my career. And I don't know if he's going to be willing to do that. I don't think he is. I think I think he's cooked. He's, he's gone, man. He's, his bags are already pretty much packed. This might be too little too late. They should have got him at the beginning of the season. If you ask Marcus Teague, Daddy, all his sources told him that um he gone. <laughs> That's if, funny. Y'all, if y'all look at the, the According to Sources Facebook page, there's a picture of Stephen A. Smith looking like Marcus Teague. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he said all of his sources are telling him that um that Melo is gone. And then, you know, everybody is saying that um there's only really two places that he's going to go. And that's Chicago and um, Houston. I mean, I put I put all my in like basketball reporting. I put all of it in Woj. He the only thing he's never let me down. Like he didn't get this Phil Jackson thing uh, right. He said that they weren't close, but I think that when he said it, they actually they probably weren't really close. And it was like a last minute thing that Phil just agreed to. Because it's like, who's going to turn down $15 million? But he's saying that it's Bulls or Rockets. And I have to I have to believe him. I actually feel like, I don't know, I feel like, as weird as this sounds, I'm not just saying this to be a homer, but I feel like the Bulls will be a better fit because James Harden is even more ball dominant than Derrick Rose. He he is, but he's more, he's a willing passer, though. And you you saw that when he was in OKC. He had to keep two dudes happy that needed the ball and wanted to shoot a lot. And like, you can see that when he wasn't there, they kind of suffered uh, a little bit from, from him not being there to, to handle the ball. That's why you hear all of the stuff about, like, the, it really happened when he was gone. You hear so much about Russell Westbrook being the ball hog, but, but that's a lot of that has to do with, with James Harden not being there to kind of take the onus off of him to be a facilitator. He could do what he does best, which is, you know, score the ball, run the wing, fast break. It took him a little bit of time to become a, like a true point guard. And I think James Harden, I think if you put him in a position where he doesn't have to score, I think he could dial it back. Well, but you you said you think that they're he they can max him out and he'll they'll still be straight. Yeah, they they uh they have to get some stuff. They have to be a little bit more creative than Chicago. Um, they'll have to probably. Well, let's uh, let's take a step back. We we jump in ahead in our topics. So, do you think? What do you think Phil is going to do with New York? But it's basically waiting. We need to wait at least two or three years before anything drastic can happen, right? They're going to try to get LeBron. Um, LeBron ain't switching teams again. I just don't think he's going to do it. I, yeah. I don't put anything past him. I don't know. I don't put anything past anybody in the league today. Well, at this point, at this point, Miami is his team. He doesn't need to go anywhere. People will he come does. to him. I mean, Cleveland was his team. He didn't have to go anywhere there either. He could have tried to get people to come to Cleveland. He went to I think he, I think he realized that Dan Gilbert wasn't going to make the right decisions. They, they put, they brought people in for him. It just didn't work out. They, you don't get teams that win sixty games two years in a row. It's like they don't have any talent. They brought in talent. It just they weren't good enough to beat other teams. Um, I think and talent. Yeah, they did. They won. I mean, who? who how do you win sixty games? It was just LeBron James. That, that's when the East was kind of like how it was this year too, though. Yeah, but all you have to do is be good enough to win. I mean, yeah. that, I say the same thing about the Bulls. The Bulls brought in talent, and they went out there and won fifty-five games the next year. They brought in talent. They went and got Mo Williams, and um, a couple other people I can't remember. And then next year they won like sixty games, and the year after that they won sixty. That's one hundred and twenty games in two years. That's a lot of goddamn games. I think people act that's like. True. They didn't no, have any talent was, on that team. It wasn't um, like Iverson's finals team. No, nah, I mean, they won 60 games. They had dudes yeah. that went to the All-Star game. Mo Williams was an All-Star. They um they went out there and they got uh, Antoine Jameson. He was averaging 17 points per game for them that year. They had talent. They just weren't good enough to beat the Celtics. I mean, and who were? That's true. Yeah. And they, and they couldn't beat the Magic because the Magic had dudes hitting three-pointers from half court. This but, uh, White Howard and a bunch of three-point shooters. You, you not, it's, it's harder to convince free agents to come to Cleveland than it is to Miami. Like, let's just be real. 
Yeah, everybody wants to go where it's nice, but everybody also wants to play with the best player in the world. I don't think it would have been outside the realm of people going to play with LeBron James, no matter where he's playing. I just think, uh, you know, Pat Riley really put up that that uh, offer he couldn't refuse, man. Yeah, I mean, and it worked out for them, but I think people are believing that the NBA today is the NBA from when we grew up, and it's not. Don't nobody care about the legacy of playing with one team and all that bullshit. You know, <laughs> you got Dwight Howard, is he's on his third team. Guys are just about winning. They're not necessarily about winning with a team. Like, that legacy, that type of legacy is, like, out of the, you know, it's out of the, it's out of sight, out of mind now. Nobody cares about that. Shaq played for, like, he had, like, you look at his jerseys, it's like the reading rainbow. You put all oh. these jerseys together, it's every color under the goddamn sun. Like, oh, that oh, legacy change stuff is out of there. Yeah, that's funny. On a side note, talking about people switching teams, man, I can get me a Bulls Luau Dang jersey for, like, $40, man. Yeah. <laughs> they still selling them for that much? It's surprising, right? That sounds like you can rip off to me. I was going to say, we call Luau Dang jerseys in my house, two-ply. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be treating me like that. Hey, I, hey, everybody knows I'm a Luau Dang fan. Yeah. Where you go. But... Uh, yeah, I, I still, like you said, I think that this is a good move for the Knicks. I don't think it's a good enough move to keep Melo. I think they've already kind of burned that bridge. I hope so, man. I, I really do because we have a bunch of Chicago Bulls fans, and this is the Bulls fan to be coming out, and a bunch of people are like, I don't want Melo, and I'm just like, y'all are crazy. I don't know if anybody watched that OKC game, but that was embarrassing. They didn't hit a fucking basket for eight minutes. Yeah. You get Carmelo Anthony. If, if Carmelo Anthony was playing in that game against OKC, the Bulls win that game. You know you know what Melo, on the Bulls, I think Melo turns into Olympics Melo. Not New he York Melo. He doesn't have to do, like, I was talking to somebody. He don't have to be a one-on-one player. All you asking him to do is don't be Carlos Boozer on defense and stop us from going through droughts. Like, if he can... Yeah. Just be moderately okay on defense and prevent scoring droughts. That's all you ask of him. You don't have to show the no load or, you know, we gonna, be we the gonna, offense. Well, we're going to switch the topic. Well, wouldn't his role be a whole lot different in uh, Houston? That's the thing, Ike. I just don't know how that works in Houston because you had Dwight Howard complaining and bitching about touches when he's playing oh, really? in LA. Is he really? Is he and I'm talking about when he's playing in LA. Oh. And he has kind of said some stuff about um, touches, but being like the bigger man and um, understanding that the team needs him, needs him to uh, to do certain things and get guys shots. So he's sacrificing his um his his shots and his touches for the betterment of the team. Like he said that in Houston, which means he's thinking about his touches even now. You put Carmelo in there, and you take away extra twenty touches from him because Carmelo has to get his because Carmelo's one of the better scorers, in, the best scorers in the league. He's like top one or two scorers in the league. How the, how the hell? Do you, I can just imagine him complaining like nonstop if Carmelo was there. I could already see it. Wow. He already a he already a bitch ass dude. So <laughs> I, I can see it. I, I mean that's it. That's that's usually I feel like that's what Rob should say. That's usually where he comes in and talks about how bitch ass somebody is, man. That's kind of his thing. Don't be stealing his shtick, man. Nah, I, I didn't steal anything. Dwight did. <laughs> Dwight <laughs> Dwight made it very very easy for me to call him a bitch ass dude. You know, you bitch got a good thing going in Houston. Bitch ass things. You <laughs> <laughs> can't help. It's not like I was out there trying to steal your shtick. It, you know, he just makes it very easy. And I even was rooting for him, and I, I still am in in this in this in a sense. But when you know you come out and you're talking about touches and how you're sacrificing your touches for the betterment of the team, like why are you even talking about touches, dog? Y'all winning, like you're winning games. Who cares about your touches? Just go out there and play basketball. He does because he's a bitch ass nigga. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> there's always that. Well, let's talk about um. We talked about Melo a bit. Um, what what do you think about? You said you wanted to kind of touch on what Phil going to the Knicks uh, meant for the Lakers. What do you want to say about that? I think there's going to be a lot of family fights in that uh, <laughs> in that house or that bus household for years to come. It probably it already is. I mean, but I, I think that once he once they really like it's it's over now. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, like there's always hope too. to get back. Another another thing too is like, how is Jeannie Buss the president if she doesn't make any basketball decisions? She does. She's not the. Uh, he's you know, isn't he the owner? Isn't he de facto? He's the owner. I, I think no, Jimmy West is the owner. They, they no, she's the, she's the Lakers. She's the Lakers president, but she doesn't make any basketball decisions. Yeah, yeah, the owner does. Just like uh, it, it was it was Mitch Kupchak and Jimmy and, and um and Jerry rather. So now it's Mitch Kupchak and Jimmy, and she doesn't she doesn't handle basketball personnel decisions. Um, so what the hell is she doing? I don't know, but but ever, I think everybody thinks she should be though, and uh, that's the. The big problem, I think, uh, she's a more friendly face. She's something. She's a person that people respect, and I think Jimmy is still out there trying to to gain the respect that Jeannie already has. Plus, I don't think he like he, he I think he's um he despises the fact that that, that Phil is hitting his sister. <laughs> I think that I think that has a lot to do with it, man. I'll probably agree with that. I think that has a lot. Like this bastard is fucking my sister. He's been doing it for fifteen years. He ain't over it yet. Fifteen hey, years, dog. Like they, you got to get it over it at that point. He said that. Um, I read somewhere that uh, he used to embarrass him a lot. That Phil used to embarrass him like all the time in front of his father and, and like in meetings and stuff where like he would be trying to learn the business and you know talking and Phil would just like embarrass him in front of people. And since then, and that seems like something that Phil would do. That is a, a Phil move through yeah. and through. Yeah. That sounds like something that he would do. Yeah, and he um and it like it left a, a bad taste in his mouth from that point on. So when he got the upper hand, he was just like, Well, I'm going to I'm gonna use my power, you know what I'm saying? I I'm gonna put my foot on him. He wants to come back to LA, but I'm not gonna let him. So and I think the whole so, thing about Jerry not hiring him was uh was was uh, subterfuge to be honest with you. Well, my question to you is how many bottles did Kobe drink over the weekend after this announcement was made? And I, yo, of blood? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that dude has been no. going off for like the last he, week or so? It's only he gonna get to- worse. It's only gonna get worse. He'll start saying some wild stuff, man. You saw him already amping it up last week when he started talking about, you know, we got to figure out. He even said it. What we're gonna do with Mike? <laughs> when he, when yeah, he said, you know, they're not talking. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, what do you mean? What are you, what are you gonna do?" Did you that? hear about what he said to Nick Young? Yeah, I don't talk to players. What do he say? He said, "I don't talk to players on teams that are twenty games under five hundred." Yeah, he said Obama can make their squad. <laughs> I, just, I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> he said Obama, he can make the Lakers squad. But uh, I heard that him and <laughs> I heard that him and uh, Mike Mike Nantoni haven't been talking for like a while. So I guess you don't talk to coaches who coach teams that are twenty games under. <laughs> <laughs> have you been sitting, dude? The memes about Kobe have been hilarious this weekend, man. It's like a picture of Kobe on the phone in the empty arena, like Phil. I know, I know, you hear the phone ringing, man. Pick it up. <laughs> he really wanted, you know. I, I think they just made a mistake. I, sometimes it's not about. I don't think that he could be as big, have it, as big an impact in New York as he could in L.A. If you bring Phil to L.A., like. It, it's like a feel-good story where people are like, "Okay, Phil's back. Phil's back in L.A. We could, I could dig that. Let's, uh, you know, let's see what they're talking about." But you know, you got it's Jimmy Buss and. But like you, you said, know. though, like you, like you already said, he it was basically his decision because Phil was trying to get back before they hired Dan. Tony, yeah, right? that's what I, that's what I'm saying. It's 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 stupid because like now, I think it was. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. Um, I think it was Mark Cuban. He was like, I don't think the Lakers are ever going to be the Lakers again. And I think that not by letting Phil Jackson walk, they pretty much signed that 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 letter that they don't want to be the Lakers anymore. They want to be the Jim Buses. And I don't know what that I don't know what that looks like. Um, <laughs> to be honest with you, I guess it looks like twenty games. That should not sound cool. Forty shots a game. What'd you say? It looks like Jody Meeks putting up thirty shots a game. Is what it looks like. I tell you like. what, though, he was he he, he murdered uh, Russell Westbrook <laughs> a couple weeks ago. He put he put uh he put Russell Westbrook ass in the hurt locker, and after the, the next time they played him, he's like, we don't care about nothing Jody Meeks does. He got lucky, like, dude, don't nobody get lucky and score forty two goddamn points. He was burning your ass, burning. <laughs> 
<laughs> they got lucky. Um, I don't know. Well, the whole thing too is like, I think that the the age is over where you can just use your team name and just you gonna get big free agents and all that because that showed Dwight was like, no, nah, I'm straight. Like the people saying we're gonna clear all this room and we're gonna get such and such in two or three years, like that's too big of a gamble. Yeah, for that's your whole franchise because. I don't get that. That's what I'm saying. Like that, that those days are over. About dudes caring about teams, like they only want uh, the guys are just like I want to either get my money or I want to win, and all of the other stuff is a uh, auxiliary to getting money and winning. And if the Lakers ain't got the money to give them, and some other team does, you know they're gonna go to the other team. And if everything is equal. They're going to just be like, all right, screw it. If this team gives me the better opportunity to win, and we can, and the money is equal, I'll go to the place where I can win. And I'm with that. That, that to me makes sense. What the hell was a Laker? <laughs> Especially <laughs> when everything is judged now off, you know, rings and what you got and what you know what you're able to accomplish. You know, yeah. you, you know, nobody's gonna is gonna look at you the same way they look at at uh. Charles. At, at Chuck, right. At Chuck. No, you know, you don't, you're not going to have that. It's, it's always going to be about what you wasn't able to, to do. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, that's all that really matters to these analysts and people that, you know, that, that write about sports now, especially that's, basketball players for that matter. That's why I don't think it's so outside of the realm of possibility that LeBron would just be like, all right, I'm up. Because he has to win, man. Like, he's not playing against, like, you know, me or you. You know, so to speak, he's playing against the greatest basketball players of all time, and two championships ain't enough. He will be deemed a failure if all he got was two championships. The same way that Will Chamberlain is deemed a failure because he got one. As far as him leaving, just saying, just thinking that he that he feels like he could probably get more help down there. Instead I'm of just saying leaving. that if he didn't feel that way, that it like he he could leave. Like other in the '80s and '90s, guys weren't leaving, even if they could. They weren't going to leave. It was a quote unquote loyalty factor about that. But that is not today's NBA. That loyalty <laughs> is out of there. That's not today's sports world. No, it's not because well, that's, there's, there's nothing. Because so many teams. I don't. Well, I don't fault the players for that. I think. I think organizations started that more. Yeah. Where they was just like. So many teams that won't that won't even show you that same loyalty. So it's like it's not loyalty. This is a business. Yeah. Players are finally starting to act like it. That's why I don't think that you know stand with the team no matter what it what because people are still will, will tell you that well what about his legacy and he doesn't want to be seen as a as a as a team hopper just looking for championships. Anybody gonna remember that he hopped a bunch of teams for championships? All they're gonna remember is he got six championships. Yeah. They're gonna be like, oh, he was the first player to win such and such championships with a bunch of teams. Oh, and people seventeen like different that. teams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he went hey, to man, every team hey. in the NBA and won a championship. Hey, I'm not, I'm not in pro sports, but I don't think that anything should exist like a hometown discount. I'm just like you, you're not a professional athlete for long enough to be giving anybody a damn discount for your, your services. Your boy made that mistake uh, in in the NFL. Uh, Golden Tate. He, oh, did he? Yeah, he uh he said that he would give Seattle a, a the hometown discount, and they went out there and offered him forty percent of what he was making then. Wow, <laughs> some nonsense like that. And he was like, you know, I was willing to give him a discount, but you know what they offered me was laughable. So to hell with a hometown discount. I think people, you can't think like a fan anymore because these guys are not thinking like. And who was it? Who I think what analyst was that on ESPN? Is that Damian Woody? He was the dude who played for the Patriots, right? I guess so. Yeah, he was the dude. He was just like, look, man. He was like, after I got that one ring, it was about them checks. People was talking about, man, it's tar- hard in Cleveland. He was like, yeah, we ain't winning, but I got that new whip. And I'm with that. I don't, I don't yeah. fault anybody. People act like these guys don't have like families and you know yeah, stuff but, like that. So hey, get your I'm, money. I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna yeah. steal from Jenga Rose. And he made he made a very good point on his uh, podcast. As I do like the Jalen Rose report. He's hilarious. Um, he was like, these players are rich, but LeBron is trying to be wealthy. You know what I mean? Like people trying to build generational wealth. Most of these athletes can't even build wealth for you know the rest of their lives. So it's like it's not really worth it to stay in any one place and take less money because I mean it goes so quickly, especially when you're not making this type of money no more. Yeah, for him, the NBA money ain't even really the big thing for him. Because what, what did, yeah, what did he get? Two million dollars from uh, two two billion dollars from 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 Sprite. 
Hey man, they do. They give his own. That new picture from the Yankees makes more money than LeBron. Yeah, a whole bunch of people make. Joe Johnson makes more money than LeBron. Amari Stoudemire makes more money than LeBron. I mean, from the teams, but he got a billion goddamn dollars from Nike. You think you think LeBron would ever get a Jordan rule? What you mean? Because you remember when they first came up with the max deal, Jordan was the exception. He could make whatever he wanted. I don't think so. He. Any player again? No, nobody's gonna have that impact on the league anymore because it's like, what do you like? What do you do now to to grow the league besides going overseas or something like that? And don't nobody even want to do that shit. Yeah, I feel you. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it, so is it's no really big free agents this summer. It's next summer, right? No, LeBron, like uh, Bosh. That's this, that's this year. Is it? Yeah, they're gonna, they, they, gonna opt out. What you call it doesn't have. What you call it don't really have a team after this this summer, do they? Who? Miami. It's like no, nah, they. I a, think they those. Uh, they got like two guys under contract or something. It's like basically that. just like when they all sign. They only have basically two people on their whole damn team before yeah. all of them sign. But those guys. But obviously, but Dwayne Wade might not opt out. <laughs> like, Hell no, nah, I wouldn't. Because the him was like, well, why would I do that? I'm 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 hanging on by a thread. <laughs> you yeah, telling me yeah. opt out and yeah, take that's less money again? No, he's not gonna do that. That wouldn't that wouldn't make sense with his injuries. Unless he's really about winning more championships and and things. Do you that they think? Can. Do you think Bosch is really the odd man out? I I swear, like I I said on the last podcast we have, he is so he just gets so shit upon. <laughs> I mean, a lot of it is self inflicted because he's he's metro. I can't remember. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't that. remember what I was what I was reading or listening to when they were basically saying that like. The Bulls might should go after him after they amnesty uh, Carlos Boozer. I don't want him. I I I'll be fine with uh, with Taj if they, they get to Carmelo. Get, to be honestly, they need to get Ashik back. They can get him probably for pennies on the dollar. As not happy as he is. Nah, because you can't change the contract. You got to take it. And the, and this next year is the year that it balloons out of control. This oh yeah, loan payment. That was, that was yeah. the thing, right? They wanted to give him the two years, but the third year that the Rockets offered him was ridiculous. Is that what yeah, it was? I think it went up to $12 million or something like that. The first two years were six and six. And then the he last to, year was 12. He about to make $12 million to come off the bench. He don't want to be there. They should have traded his ass. I mean. But who's going to take the contract? As much. as much. What would you say, Rob? I said I thought they were going to do that with as much fuss as he was putting up. I did too, and a bunch of teams wanted them. I think they could have probably um, sent him to uh, to the to the uh, Pelicans and gotten Ryan Anderson or something like that. Because that he was still hurt though, isn't he? I mean, he had, he he just got hurt again. He's out for the season now, but uh, he wasn't hurt then. And I thought they were mm-hmm. gonna. I thought that was gonna be the move that they that they made, but. They decided to keep him. He's starting to, I guess he's starting to get over his bitching and he's playing a little bit more now, but I think they that, that team could have used something else besides what he provided. I just put it like that. We didn't pretty much touch on all the subjects she was talking about, man. Anything else on your mind? I know it's been a long time. Uh, I don't know. What about you, you, Rob? Do you want to touch on football free agency real quick? Anything you want to talk about there? I know Rob, dude. Go ahead, Rob. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to just cram it in there, though. I mean, we got time. <laughs> we got time. We got nothing to do. Yeah, I didn't record for that long, honestly. The NFL free agency is always it's always crazy when they first kick it off, but like this year, it just it just kind of seems like it was even crazier than than most years. Like it was like, like out crazy, wasn't it? it was like yeah, it was like at the uh, the deadline or you know, it, it opened up at three o'clock. At like three oh two, you was hearing deals coming down. It was it was crazy because they was talking about how you know that probably shouldn't be going on, but the NFL won't. <laughs> Whatever, it's like they just, just let it well, ride. Well, it's because it's like it's it's really suspect, but it's it's hard to prove. You know what I mean? Obviously, you negotiated a you didn't negotiate a contract in two minutes. Yeah, when you got a, a full contract already written out and signed at three oh three. <laughs> that's, not, that's not hard to do that right now. You ain't wrote out no contract in three minutes. You've been talking about this for the past four or five hours. 
<laughs> fuck the last four or five hours. You've been talking about this yeah, for weeks. <laughs> All right, so so this is the deal, right? They was, they was chopping it up at the Super Bowl, getting them contracts uh, figured out. Chopping it up all, all willy-nilly. So uh, so who do you think are the winners and the losers? Well, I, I, need, I need somebody to go down to Denver and investigate what the hell they got going on down there. <laughs> what you say? I need to go down to Denver and investigate what the hell they doing down there. Where are they getting all of this damn money? They selling weed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard they got like since they signed that bill, it's been like two million dollars or something, or maybe even more than that, and like taxes. Just off, is anybody alone? Is anybody on a squad making crazy money besides Peyton Manning? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, Talia bought that money or whatever the hell. Well, I mean, before they start signing these people, I don't think anybody else really had a really big contract. Nope. They were smart about that. I wouldn't have gave them, them dudes no big ass contracts either. What's the corner? Champ, Champ they got rid of him. Freed yeah. up like I think it was like twelve million bucks when they when they got rid of him. And look, 12, man. 16, something like that. Yeah, he a, had a salary cap hit of like sixteen million dollars or something like that. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Now do you him. think how long do you think it's gonna take uh teams or the Jets to figure out that Eric Decker was a system guy? I don't know if he was that. Because he was doing that with Tebow. I mean, he's he's not going he's not going to be putting up the numbers he put up this year. He, well, no, he's not going to be able to. One, but I don't I don't think that's a, a knock on his skill though. I think he's a, he's a pretty skilled um, receiver, but it's going to remain to be seen what the hell Geno Smith can do. Or they just announced that Vic is going to visit uh, them on, on on Friday. Yeah, I give it to Decker though. Decker was definitely the odd man out once uh, Welker came. Oh, he was he, his his bag was already packed, man, because he knew that um he he even said as much that Denver pretty much basically disrespected him with the offer that they, that they put out there for him. So he I was mean, up. But, you, but for them, you got to be like, look, dude, you're our fourth option. Like, how much can we actually pay you? I mean, I according I mean, his, it is what it is. According to his numbers, he wasn't the fourth option. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he wasn't the fourth option. Well, how much was that? How much was that inflated by the one game, though? Well, he was killing all year. He was a monster that whole year. He was putting up three or four touchdowns a game think, at one point. I think I think he was really good, but I think his numbers did actually. Like I don't think he had a bad season, but I do think his numbers were slightly inflated by the outrageous game he had and by Wes Walker being hurt. But he but he was a murderer of the year before. Yeah, he's, he a, he's just a good. He's just a good wide receiver. Like I take him on my team any day. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think he's, he's a pretty good receiver. So I don't know. I think he I, deserved. I he figured he, he should have got. I think so too. But they saving that. They saving that money for Julius Thomas because they gonna max him out when they get the chance. Him and the other dude, the other Thomas. Yeah, they gonna. They both about to get broke off. Yeah. I tell you what, I because he know. came out of nowhere. No, he, yeah, he did. He came off the basketball court killing. That's what he did. No, I'm not talking about what's the name, man. I'm talking about that other one, that tight end dude. Yeah, he was a basketball player. Yeah. Like, who the hell is that dude came out of nowhere? And he's like, I'm just going to score four touchdowns in the first game of my career. <laughs> like, that's that's what I'm on. Four touchdowns. Yeah. Well, what other, any free agency moves uh, shocking in you guys? I was a bit surprised with Julius Peppers going to the, to the Packers. Do you think were there other offers? I don't know. Probably, I'm pretty sure he got other offers. You wouldn't hear about any other offers, but it's 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 a three year deal, which is basically a one year deal because the second year is like some ridiculous amount of money that they that they're not going to pay him. I'm not going to pay him that. It's a one year deal. I'm just I'm curious to see what he's going to do in their system because they they run that that three four. And sometimes that two man front. I mean, what is is Julius Peppers? You know, going to stand how up? Many, how many? They already said when he's coming in. He's only coming in for rushing downs, and that's it. How many years was he in Chicago? Four. He he ain't even. He probably wasn't trying to move. He like fuck it. I can go play in Green Bay. I don't even have to. I can get me a little apartment for during the week, and I'm straight. That'd be good. They they had to though. I mean, I, I wanted them back. If if they would have been able to restructure his deal and he'd have been cool with that, I'd have been cool bringing him back another year. I still think he he got a lot in the tank left. But he, he makes us killing these guys. He he just didn't he didn't play he didn't play well last year at all. 
I think uh, a lot of a lot of his line didn't play well, but basically. What'd you say? Yeah, exactly. I think a line didn't play well. I think he, he, especially him though. I think he he probably they should have tried their best to limit his snaps um, last year. I think he played too many snaps. Um, yeah, but who's you gonna bring? I mean, you got to try to find somebody because if he's not getting it done, like you could bring anybody in to get you nothing. Right. <laughs> you just yeah, want him to be good while he's in there. They did, but I mean, they, they was bringing the other guys, but I mean, they was giving up 400 yards a game. So I need my. I yeah, need, they doing that with them. I, I, yeah. Well, if I'm gonna do that, I need to. I need my best guy to be out there then. But you want your best guy to be out there when he's actually good. So if he's going to be bad all the time, how about not playing he's, him all the time so he could be good sometimes? He's not, he's not your best guy if he's playing like shit. I don't know. I'm just I'm not I'm not going to say that they that they should have took him out more. That that, that would have made him more effective. I just think he just I, played bad overall. I can guarantee you that's what the Packers are going to do. That he's going to probably play half of the snaps he played with the Bears and be effective. But the difference with that is going to be he's on a one-year deal, basically. He's 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 still going to be playing for another contract. He knew he was playing for another contract with the Bears. I mean, he's he knew they was getting rid of his ass. He's not going to get another contract. He's going to be 35, 36 years old at the end of next season. Look at Jared Allen. He's, he's like 90. He's the, people still give you contracts if you can push a file. He's been performing, though. But I don't know. Why hasn't he signed? Because people feel like he's a, a dome player. Yeah, if you look at his, if you look at his, if you look at his stats in Minnesota versus wherever else he, you know, they they go and play, I think it was like eight sacks there and like three, so you know, away or something like that. He was pretty ineffective everywhere else, but at at home. So I mean, maybe a dome team to look at picking him up. I think he's he, he, he was already had that dome advantage in Minnesota. He was going to Seattle. Uh... They they were looking at him, and I think uh, the Cowboys were looking at him. He's supposed to visit them, I think. I think Dallas. I mean, Seattle's already pretty much passed. Yeah, they passed on him, but I think uh, Dallas might might try to pull the. Uh, they just signed Henry Pelton, so I don't they, know. They did just sign him. I forgot about that. They, well, wait, who did what now? I'm um, say that again. Dallas. They signed Henry Milton. Oh, That's a yeah, good pickup yeah, for them. It's a good yeah. pickup for them. Go home. Anyway. That's where he's from. He wants to go home. He had no intention of coming back to the Bears, and I don't think the Bears had any intention of bringing him back. No, especially not at what eight million, you know, six or eight million or whatever it is he was looking for. Not here, not. And you got to see how moves they picked. They did. Uh, um, I saw the writing on the wall with, with uh, they just released uh, damn, what's the wideout? Uh, Earl. Uh, Earl Bennett. And I saw I saw that. He hasn't played much in the last couple of years, though, has he? He's been hurt a lot. Smart guy, but I mean, he has some some nice plays. But when he had that contract situation before the season this year, I knew that was going to be the case. I knew they was going to cut him and release him because, you know, they they was already you know talking about how, you know, they didn't want to give him that amount of money that he got. And since he decided to not take a pay cut this year, I knew he was up. Because they want to bring in Marcus uh, Marquise Wilson anyway, who I think is probably going to be better. He's going to be a lot faster and a lot bigger than Earl was. So I think he, that's, he'll be a, good, a pretty good in the slot. I mean, Earl was staying hurt. Yeah. He had that, that pretty bad injury, too. That, I mean, if you think about, like, Brandon Marshall and um, – what am I blanking on uh, our own team's name? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Alshon. I mean, it's just like he wasn't really getting no looks. Because Jay Cutler passed the ball to Brandon Marshall ninety five percent of the time anyway, and we was all uh, con- convinced that uh, that Lovey would uh, would have the Chicago Bears south, and uh, he yeah, only he ended did. up player, which was Josh McCall, who, who didn't even kudos to that dude. Man, he was teaching what high school gym or whatever the hell he was doing last year. Yeah, he was about to retire. I think until he realized people was gonna give him a crazy amount of money. Well, no, it wasn't a crazy amount. The Bears just brought him in for for a look. No, he, I meant like after the season. Yeah, he I was talking think, about not coming back. But I don't think he realized how much interest the teams were gonna have. Wait, after after this past season, when did he ever yeah. say that? He said it at the end of the season. That, he said uh, at the end of the season. He might not. He might not come back. Maybe it was just blowing smoke, but he did say it. Bullshit. That dude was <laughs> teaching high school gym last year. He had a. a Breakout 
season at 30-something, at 34, 35 years old, he's definitely going to get a contract. There's no way he was going to think about retirement. That means that he would have walked he would have walked away from $15 million if he did that. That would have been the dumbest move in the history of mankind. You know how many players walked away from that type of money? What, you're not making no money? I'm not talking about cats that already had a contract before and then figure, all right, I'm going to hang it up. I'm good. I'm talking about a cat that that brings me to another point. What do y'all think about Rashard Mendenhall's uh, sudden retirement? I'm with it, man. Hey, if you I want that brother completely quality of life, maybe you I just like want to be able to walk. Yeah, yeah. and talk. He wasn't even he wasn't even trying to get no attention off of it either. Everybody else started talking about it. Whenever, whenever you tell me all you want to do is is be able to breathe <laughs> like normally and I have a, a rational thought. I think that boy head still ringing from that hit Ray Lewis put on him like three years ago. I mean, he watched the league of denial and was like, "Oh hell no!" When he when he, he tweeted like, straight. all that mess about Ray Lewis and then Ray Lewis popped him. <laughs> I don't think he's been the same ever since. It was probably it was that, and I think he saw Stephen really uh, sleep before he hit the ground a couple seasons ago. He was like, "Yeah, I'm straight." Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. He's like, he's like people getting unconscious, getting hit unconscious before their ass even hit the ground. I'm cool. Fuck this, man. Yeah. <laughs> no way, man. You want to get hit? With, you want to get hit by a three hundred fifty pound weight? No way, man. Yeah. <laughs> so what's going on in Carolina, man? With with they receiver? Hey, if, if I'm uh, if I'm uh, what's the David? I'm like, yeah, I need I need an ankle uh, surgery. <laughs> Cam is like, yeah, 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 yeah. The ankle surgery we talked about. They're like, Cam, you don't need no ankle surgery. He broke his own fucking ankle <laughs> right in front of him. <laughs> I need to be out the first four weeks of the season. Because <laughs> it do seem kind of odd that all of a sudden, was it two months after the season, now all of a sudden he needs ankle surgery. <laughs> he broke his ankle. Right in front of them. Brandon LaFell got picked up by somebody. And he was like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm out. I can't do this anymore. They let his first, his top four receivers go. Yeah, they got the catch that they got on their roster right now. I think they got two receivers. Have caught like two NFL passes between the, the two of them. He's going to be on some Tom Brady shit next year, huh? Yeah, basically. Yelling and screaming. That's that's just dumb. You got a young guy that, that you know finally seems like he got it together, and you gonna get rid of all of his weapons. So what do you mean, what do you think? And not sign anybody? Teams, I don't get it. Man. Teams have these these issues when they have success. They feel like they can just plug in anybody, and it will be the same. I don't know where they get that shit, <laughs> but I really I really think that that's what they believe. Well, they're in trouble because uh, you you go to the you know second round of the playoffs, and you do that. It's a wrap, man. They might not make the playoffs next year, man. I know their oh, defense is really good. It's really good, man. It, it, but, but that defense was really good the year before that, and they couldn't score any fucking points. They weren't nearly as good as they were this year. But their <laughs> offense was not is not going to be nearly as bad as it's going to be this year. At least they were able to put up points. Who was he throwing it to? <laughs> Himself. He gonna he throw the be. ball to himself. <laughs> He not. gonna break the. He gonna break the. Oh, you, you really, you really talk about that bum ankle. You really gonna bring that up? <laughs> he, gonna, he gonna, he gonna, he gonna miss four weeks and still break the NFL record for quarterback rushing yards. He gonna that's have all to. he gonna be able to do. He gonna have to because that team they ain't gonna score no damn points. They stupid as hell. I did. Um, got, go ahead. You also got New England. Yeah, they picked up some good wide receivers, man. Doing anything. They supposedly they're in the talks with uh with also trying to pick up Deshaun somehow, which will be a crime against nature. I don't think they're gonna be able to get him though. No, they're not gonna give him up for nothing. Because uh, what's the name of once like a, a third or a, like the least they'll take is a third round draft pick. I don't know if they uh they have it to give, and they just signed uh, they signed Julian Edelman, and that's they, not what England does. They don't give up. Yeah, they're not giving up draft picks. They get draft picks. They yeah. take draft picks. So they uh they want to either third or better, and then they just got Edelman and LaFell. So it's not like you know, you can't you can't be spending like a hundred million dollars on your on like wide receivers in football. <laughs> this is usually not the recipe. 
so much help on defense, and then they don't. Um, they got issues with Wilfork right now. They don't know what's going to happen with what that. happened to him. Yeah, because he tore his damn Achilles. So who knows how he's going to recover? Not even that. I mean, he's fine with that. But I'm just talking about as far as they're trying to make him take a pay cut. He ain't having it. He said, I'm, he's, I, I'm, not in the, he's not really in, any, in the driver's seat because he just tore his Achilles, and they don't know how he's going to come back from that. Right. He, he don't have that defense, that defense play without him in there, though. Well, that's true, too. Yeah? Man, look, we're talking about Bill Belichick, right? You're talking about Bill Belichick, right? He yeah, cut a cut goddamn Super Bowl minute. MVP. He yeah, cut a he Super did. Bowl MVP. Tackle? Huh? I say even even Bill Belichick, no, you can't just replace a, a, a Will Fork. That's, I mean, that was they, don't know, they don't know if Will Fork is ever going to be Will Fork. Have, did you I, see Kobe Bryant's legs? <laughs> did you see his legs? Exactly the same the same age as him. He oh, what's how old is Wilford? I don't I don't think he's that old. Kobe's thirty five. I don't think Wilford's thirty five. He I'm can't be to too far off. Up. He can't. But nevertheless, did you see Kobe's leg? The difference between one leg and the other. The same thing is gonna happen to that seven hundred pound ass man. He's thirty two. Yeah, he ain't that. The real first ain't no spring chicken out there, man. No, I ain't saying he a spring chicken, but I, I'm I'm pretty sure he got he got some more years left in him. I, I I'm I I've not seen a, a football player come back from an Achilles and be anywhere near the same player that he was. And then you asking him to be a big man and work on that Achilles being like that. That's a that's a tall task. And I'm with him, man. Go out there and get your money. But I don't put anything past Belichick. He, you won a Super Bowl for me? Great. You're cut. Super Bowl <laughs> MVP? Great. You're cut. Fuck it. We'll just go out there and try to outscore people then. Fuck it. I mean, people don't... I mean, what people need to realize is they won a, they got a Super Bowl was 10 years ago. That's what I'm... That's all I'm saying. People want to give Belichick all his credit about what he does, and he ain't really did nothing. He still cut their ass though. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the one thing he will do. But if if he gonna do anything, he gonna make sure he will cut your ass to keep that money in pocket. I will. I know that. But uh, the, the other thing about Deshaun Jackson, the Forty ers were talking about getting him too, and that could easily That'd be, be a landing spot because what do they got? Like ninety nine draft picks. They can get. I think they got like three number two draft picks and two number ones and. Like some fours and fives, so they could probably give them a second round draft pick for for Deshaun Jackson, and that would that would be good for them because they definitely need someone like him that could pop the top off of a defense because they don't have anyone that can do that, at least not with any consistency. You can't always ask your 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 tight end to to go deep. Let's <laughs> uh. Let's start wrapping it up, man. We we've been at it for a while. Uh, y'all got any other thoughts on the NBA or free agency? Um, NBA, nah, man. I'm just I'm will, I'm waiting to see what's gonna happen with this Carmel. Like that's the most important thing to me at this point because I know the Bulls ain't win no fucking championship. But I want to see uh, what happens with Carmelo if he's going to because I like what Joe told him. If you're you want your legacy to be about championships. You come to Chicago. Chicago has it's 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 ready for him to sit down in that lineup and win a championship. That team with Carmelo Anthony, if they could do like a sign and trade to trade, you know, that's centered around Boozer and some draft picks, if they could get something like that done, if he just decides he wants to come to Chicago and you don't have to give up anything really and you could keep the same team, that is a championship team. Without that's starting a shadow five of a doubt. Rose, Butler, Melo, Joe, and Gibson. That's a nice starting five. That is a that who what who can feel the better starting five? I, I I keep getting confused on whether or not they can have Gibson. Every, every person that, that I listen to says something different. If it's a Why sign not? and trade, they can keep Gibson. I I don't know. I can't. It's this capologist. I, I was saying that it wasn't. I mean, I'm I get I'm guessing it's always. Always possible. So even if they amnesty Boozer, they can't keep Gibson. No, if they amnesty Boozer, then they can't. They can't do anything. They they mm. they, they won't be able to do anything really. They'd be able to, I think, offer him like twelve or thirteen million dollars or something like that. It has to happen like 
a, a sign and trade, I think, like on draft night, if it's going to be for like draft picks, because then it won't be consecutive years of them giving up first round draft picks. So they could do something like that. But if they, if it's a sign and trade for 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 um for what's the name it, and he opts in with the Bulls, they don't have to get rid of um Taj. They may have to shed some more salary cap, like smaller salary cap number, like maybe Heinrich or Dunleavy, and I'm leaning more towards uh, Kirk. But they'd be able to keep they'd be able to keep Taj, and they would also be able to bring over uh, Meritage under that situation. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's a situation where he hits free agency and then he comes and um, plays for the Bulls, then they would probably have to get rid of Dunleavy. They probably have to trade Taj, and uh, Meritage won't be able to come over into next year. Oh shit, we'll see. We're only a couple of months away. I mean, it's only it's less than a month left in the season. Uh, it's already official that the Lakers aren't making the playoffs, which is funny to me. Yeah, them and a whole bunch of other goddamn teams now too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be weird not seeing Lakers or the Celtics or and potentially not even the Knicks in the playoffs. That once again, the whole thing about you know legacy and these teams and shit that don't mean anything because these teams fucking suck. It's thirty-two damn teams. Okay, the same sixteen ain't gonna always make the playoffs. It's just not gonna happen. Shit for the first. 60 years of the goddamn NBA basically has. I think it's only been twice in the history of the NBA that the Celtics and the Lakers have not made the playoffs. Only twice. I think it was like 1971 mm. and uh, like 1995 or something like that. The only time it ever, the only other time it happened. So, yeah, it's very, very possible. You look at the last couple championships, only like five teams have won it. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Lakers, That's definitely Bulls, true, but... Lakers right, Bulls. Let's go ahead and shut it down. We're gonna have to come back. Miami. We, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to definitely uh, record a podcast uh, more often than every two months. Yeah, now that Derek isn't part of it, I, I think I think that would be nice. Yeah, with no Derek, yeah, it makes you it know, easier. I got good news. For, I get, I got good news for everybody who listens, who might listen to our other podcast, the ETMF podcast. We found a way to eliminate uh, Derek as our producer. Which means that our quality should go up tenfold. Uh, you know, we'll no, no longer be at the will of the podcast saboteur. So, uh, to all you derricators out there, man, your time has come. Uh, so, <laughs> well, don't don't jump the gun because we don't know how this one sounds yet. Uh, but if we never we never record shit. <laughs> it can't it, it can't sound no worse than what Derek did. At least all our voices will be on it. And, you know, I'm going to just keep uh, slandering his name because he's not going to listen to this and try to defend himself. He's really not going to listen to anything about sports, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> fuck Derek. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm Sean. He's Dre. He's Rob. It's a Court in the Courses podcast, and we out.